Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Do not listen to this show. The truth can be scary. The Kate Daly Show starts now. This is America. You want to live in North Korea? You can live in North Korea. I don't want to. I want to live in America. There's a new wind blowing in government, and I don't like it. My idea of a perfect government is... One guy who sits in a small room at a desk, and the only thing he's allowed to decide is who to nuke. The man is chosen based on some kind of IQ test and maybe also a physical tournament, like a decathlon. I love that character of Ron Swanson uh, on Parks and Rec. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Glad you're listening in on a Friday. I've got Dave, Investigator Dave, with me every Friday and always a treat, of course. And we actually have such a wonderful guest joining us. Uh, John Rappaport, welcome to the program. Good to be here. Thank you. So glad you're back with us. Uh, John, you've had such a career, 30 years, investigative journalist. NoMoreFakeNews.com is the website. You have to visit this because John visits all the subjects, the hot headlines of the day, and explains what's actually going on. Uh, Not the fake media bobblehead news, but the actual news, which I so appreciate. But you've been on CBS Health Watch and CERN and SPIN. You've written so much for so many publications out there, and and, uh, you were even nominated for a poll. Surprise. Welcome to the program. Good to be here. Lots of stuff to report as usual. Oh my gosh. I, you know, it's, it's much fodder. It's much fodder for radio, we say, because there's 50 stories a day that we can hit. And I'm sure it's even hard to say, okay, which one are you going to tackle, right, John? Yeah, every day, uh, you know, there's a hundred stories out there that I could write about. So we have to decide pretty quickly which one is it going to be. Jeez. Uh, well, you know, you wrote such a fantastic piece on the voting machines and uh, what was what is happening with the election, because we have these deaths. We talked about it in the first hour, these deaths of these people starting to report voter fraud and, and, and what's going to go on with these machines. So all of a sudden they have a mysterious death. And uh, and I think your expose has been my favorite so far on on rigged elections and how this works. Do you want to take it from here? Sure. Uh, The researcher who really has done the work on this is Bev Harris at Mm blackboxvoting.org. And what she's done is examine a vote-counting system called GEMS, G-E-M-S, 
which stands for Global Election Management Systems. And this is a program that is embedded in voting machines all across the country of a number of different companies who manufacture these machines. So it's not just one company. And uh, I'll give you a couple of really choice quotes. Please. For example, uh, our testing shows that one vote can be counted 25 times, another Mm. only one one one-thousandth of a time, effectively converting some votes to zero. (laughs) And uh, here's another one. Uh, This report summarizes the results of our review of the GEMS system, which counts approximately 25% of all votes in the United States. So what she is talking about here is a system whereby embedded in the system is the capability to what she says is fractionalized votes. You can take a given vote and you can make it a 1,000 votes. You can take a given vote and you could reduce it to, say, one-thousandth of a vote. And that would apply across the entire country in the presidential election or in states and congressional and gubernatorial gubernatorial elections. And this system is so uh, slippery and clever that people who are even on the scene wouldn't be able to recognize it. And evidence of it could be eradicated within 60 seconds. So depending upon or regardless of which side you're on in the election, regardless of who you favor, this monstrosity is sitting there waiting to be used, and no mainstream media outlets or reporters are digging into this. They have no apparent interest in it so far. Mm -hmm. From what I understand, Bev is uh, preparing some live hacks as demonstrations of how this works. That's what she does. And this is not a person who is unknown. Mm -hmm. She's been featured by the Boston Globe, Vanity Fair, Salon.com, Washington Post, Associated Press, in her investigations of vote fraud in the past. But this story appears to be too hot to handle. Jeez Louise. Okay, Mm -hmm. so there are five different operating systems, five different trade names, global election systems, Diebold election systems, premier dominion voting systems and election systems and software. These machines are currently in use in Utah and also about what, 15 to 20 different States right now also used in Canada right now, as we're talking. Yes. I've got a whole list of States too long to read off, but it adds up to 25% of the vote nationally. Oh my gosh. Tell us about the fractionalized voting, because I found this to be so intriguing and sad. Tell us how that works, because this is the, it, it splits the vote into fractions instead of a whole number. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it was built this way, uh, technologically speaking, but that's the way it works. In other words, it could take a given vote, let's say your vote. You go mm-hmm. in and you do a touchscreen thing or however the electronic system works, And your single vote is suddenly, not on the screen, but invisibly, multiplied to 2,000 votes. And you voted for candidate A. 
So instead of having one vote, that candidate suddenly has 2,000. Next person walks in and votes one vote on the other side. Mm -hmm. And suddenly that vote is fractionalized and is going to be counted as a 50th of a vote. And then 50 other people who would vote the same way, their votes would be reduced down to a 50, a 50th or 49 other people. So that would all come out to be one vote. Jeez. So it's shrinking mm-hmm. and expanding, shrinking, expanding at will on either side, depending upon who's in control. So it would seem to me, I mean, anyone, I think, obvious that, that this is how they would have to do it in the fractionalized way in order to evade the auditing of the machines and, and have it not be clear to the naked eye of what, what's going on because computers work in numbers and this is the way they could do it? Uh, apparently so. There might be other ways, but this certainly works. And what uh, Bev also discovered was that this function of expanding and shrinking votes in the GEMS uh, system is not just embedded in one place. It's in several different places. So there's no way this could be uh, an accident or a mistake. It's intentional. Absolutely. And it's there. Mm. Yeah. It's waiting to be used. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we're speaking with John Rappaport, uh, an investigative journalist for 30 years. Uh, NoMoreFakeNews.com is the website. Uh, Go ahead, Dave. I have a question. Uh, Last week, Donald Trump stated that outwardly that the election may be rigged Mm -hmm. uh, and for us to watch out for it. Is he whistling in the dark? Is it it possible? (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) Is it possible to do that, to, to, to stop it somehow? Oh, to stop it. Yeah, well, for him or anybody. Yeah, that's a good question, because what I'm discussing here, in order for this to be stopped, you would have to get all of these uh, state governments to admit that they have a system that is rigged and crooked. And I'm sure that a number of these state governments are totally clueless. I mean, they mm-hmm. have no idea what's going on here. So how would, you, how would you show this? Because we'd be looking at recall elections like crazy. I mean, people mm-hmm. would be demanding recalls and new elections for oh, those yeah. already put into office. Chaos that- everywhere. The whole thing would just be a, a, a joke. After Election Day, if you can imagine what would happen if three days after the election, suddenly the New York Times said the whole thing was rigged. Chaos. But you see, here's the problem. Uh, major media outlets do not want this to be the story because it would completely undercut the partisan horse race and the mudslinging and everything that they do every day in order to promote the election and to make it a big story. Right. This would suddenly expose a gigantic crime. So what do they do? They focus in on who leaked the emails instead of what those emails of Hillary's actually contained. And this is what was contained within some of these as well. So they won't focus on the real problem. They have to keep shifting it to, to scapegoat to somebody else. Yes. And he, you would have a case, for example, in which you'd have an article, let's say, in a major uh, newspaper or a television network broadcast, where it would be, uh, Bernie Sanders supporters accuse uh, Hillary of stealing the nomination, or stealing the vote in a certain state, which has already happened, all these stories. Okay, fine. 
fine, fine. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, in the story, uh, Hillary's uh, campaign denies this vociferously. It's just sour grapes on Bernie's part, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes back and forth. And the end result is nothing. Mm-hmm. There is no investigation. Right. There is no Justice Department moving in and saying, wait a minute, stop everything. We have. No, there's nothing. This is all just uh, gibberish when it really comes down to it because nothing ever happens. And that's just a minor situation in a sense compared to what I'm talking about here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to, the only thing that could happen here is massive exposure before the election. This program, other programs, maybe some media outlet picks it up and begins, oh, well, we should interview Bev Harris. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, well, you know, put me on a network news program and I'll give you a live demonstration of how we can hack this voting machine right in front of your own eyes. We'll show you Holy how we can cow. do that. Mm. Oh, now, never see that happen. At that point, who knows what might happen. But the entire pressure of major media is we do not want this to emerge as a major story. Jeez. Um, we're going to go to a break in about a minute and a half. but We, we go back to, to hanging chads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Right, right. Back to paper ballots is where you should go. Exactly. And the, and really, the people of, of America should almost, we should just demand that. I don't care about technology enough to undermine and 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 do this to the entire system. So I, I think if people understood this, maybe they would demand to go back to paper. I don't know. You know, then, then you think of stuffed ballot boxes and trunks of cars. But at the same time, this will will screw us in the end. So we are looking at an entire computer system that is putting your votes out there, listening audience, into could what could be like a fractionalized vote. Maybe you're only maybe you're only counted as seven eighths or one tenth or one 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 hundredth. Stay with us, of course. Lots of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The question is, how do you quantify it? How do you measure how good it's doing? And the only thing I can come up with is the word wellness. I just feel like everything is running on all cylinders. So I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm not running a marathon, but physically I feel very, very good. The only thing I can compare it to is a young, healthy kid. He only has a problem when he notices it. Otherwise, he's just living life to the fullest. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the King Daly Show. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Hi there. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Playing a little Sinatra for Dave, my co-host today. And uh, and welcome. Uh, We have such an exciting guest. Hey, welcome, Dave. By Thank the way, you. and uh, welcome back to John Rappaport. How are you? Very good. Very good. Good. We're, we. This story is is 
Jeez. I hope everybody out there is absorbing this. Recap just a few minutes, uh, John, on what we just went through in the last segment, if if people out there are joining us right now, on how your votes kind of go into this GEMS uh, voting uh, software and what happens to them. Okay, the research was done by Bev Harris at blackboxvoting.org. She has located an electronic vote count system called GEMS, G-E-M-S, that's embedded all across the country in electronic voting machines made by different companies, and it can take a single vote that's cast on Election Day and multiply that vote many, many times, or reduce it to a fraction of a vote. Hmm. This is in the system, and this particular vote count system called GEMS covers 25% of all the votes cast in America. Isn't that interesting? It doesn't matter which side you're on. Mm -hmm. It only matters who happens to be controlling the system on that day. You know, this system is is used in Utah. What's interesting about that is we just had a governor primary in which we have a caucus system here. So the delegates were 10 over uh, on the new candidate over the incumbent, right? And that's huge lead. I mean, it was 55 down to, I think, 40, 45. And it was a big, big lead when people were casting their votes within the caucus. Then you went to a, a, a regular vote, and all of a sudden that incumbent was up at like six, 76, 78 percent. It was, it was just the shammiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And so this is the kind of thing. The, this is happening right now in about 20 states right now. This system, GEMS, is there. And if, if, they, try, if they actually said that this was real, and yes, not real, but this was going on, they would have to recall elections. I mean, this has been a big election year for a lot of states, right? So Exactly. And not only with that, but they would have to probably postpone the presidential election, which would be unheard of, because all these states would have to refigure their voting systems before Election Day. Mm. You, you mentioned it all determines on the, per, the people that are controlling it. Uh, how do you activate this? Uh, say I'm running for office and I want to win really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do I call? Can I say, hey, can you throw it my way? Uh, how do I, <laughs> yeah, know? who do you call? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll how, give you an 800 number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, and how much per vote. I'll tell you One I'm not fraud. sure. Yeah. Um, tell us uh, a- who the controlling uh, individual will be, but I can tell you that here's a statement which originally was given to me anonymously, but uh, now Bev Harris has said, okay, I can use it and say that it's coming from her. Mm-hmm. She's talking about the history of the GEMS system. Okay. Uh, traces directly to Jeffrey W. Dean whose wife was primary stockholder of the company that developed GEMS. He ran the company, but was prohibited from handling money or checks due to a criminal conviction for computer fraud, Hmm. for which he spent four years in prison. Almost immediately after being released from prison, he was granted intimate access to elections data and large government contracts for ballot printing and ballot processing. Wow. So, you know, now I wonder, what what was his actual sentence? Because it looks like he got out after four years, and uh, they really wanted him out bad and put him to work. That's really sad. It's sad that that's the the guy that you have in in, uh, developing gems, this voter-rigged, fraudulent 
uh, data system that's in the five major systems of our voting systems. Yeah, it's not just one company. That's what people also have to realize. It isn't because that used to be the the rallying cry about vote fraud. It's all this company, or it's Mm -hmm. Diabold, or this or that, Dominion. But this GEMS vote counting system is present in these five different types of voting machines used, uh, you know, all over the country. How scary. Wow. I mean, and so the choke point is this Dean fellow. Yeah, Dean was right. the one that, that got the, out of prison. Well, who knows got, if he got, got out early. But, mm-hmm, hmm. To app for computer for, for fraud and got out to implement this, this GEM mm-hmm. system. Um, and so your votes turn into sort of a fraction. They can be fractionalized, so it's not a whole number. You go in, you're one person, you think you're casting one vote. That vote could be one hundredth of a vote. Or that vote could be 50 or 100 votes, depending on which way they want to swing it. Right. No more How they want to swing it. And they can get in and out very quickly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and to anyone but the highest level investigators, the whole thing would be invisible. So my take on this is, because I've done a little bit of investigation on voting fraud in California, mm-hmm. um, you go to the manufacturer and you say, look, we found something in the vote count system that's embedded in all of your machines. Mm-hmm. It's called the GEM system, and this system can rig an election. And the manufacturer says, that's impossible. Now, well, here's the evidence. Well, we don't know anything about it. All we know is we purchased that particular system from so-and-so. So now you begin to try to track the whole thing back. Where did it all come from? Who put it in there? And it gets to be fairly complicated because there are lots of cutouts and front people and so forth. And so trying to track it down and actually bring someone uh, to trial or a group uh, could take a very long time and it might not ever work. The thing is to strip it away, that would be the first order of business out of all voting machines. Mm -hmm. And that is a Herculean task because, again, these state governments are very reluctant to confess that, frankly, they have no idea what's going on. They just buy the voting machines. They install them. They get assurances that everything is fine. uh, And that's the end of it. Is this hackable? In other words, can somebody put a virus in this thing or whatever, and, and you know, and hack in and, and to swing it one way you know, or just to, to, to do and that? All of a sudden, uh, you're it, whenever, it has when, to be. whenever you go in and you vote, it there'll be a little blurb pops up. You have just voted one one thousandth for. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. In other words, hack the hacks. So mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it wouldn't surprise me if that were possible. Yeah, you'd have to have an extremely capable uh, set of hackers mm-hmm. who would be able to penetrate and find and penetrate the gem system and do something to it in order to, you know, change what it does. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't bet on that happening at all. Right. In fact, those are the people who would be prosecuted. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) They'd be villainized. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. You know, the Hillary email scandal, Mm -hmm. uh, where are the major media outlets that are saying we want to, uh, examine exactly what's in all these missing emails, the content. Right. Not just the fact that they were being sent through a private server. 
So in this case, what you would get is state law enforcement agencies trying to prosecute the hackers and saying what they're doing is ridiculous and illegal and it's all nonsense uh, trying to accuse these uh, voting machine companies of fraud. We just want to prosecute the hackers. Jeez. Um, <laughs> just gets, it just, it's insane. The, um, the, the GEMS system, too, I mean, if they, this is in almost, oh, we have like five major systems, right? And this would be in all five. We've got some problems. It's not in every single state yet, but that doesn't mean that they won't be doing that for the bigger election, like the presidential election, too. So you've got it in all these states. Uh, the chaos that would ensue as far as recalls and, and second-guessing. So what can people do? Can we go to nofakenews.com and grab this article and send it to our congressman? Not like that will make a dent, but maybe it could. Maybe it'll get them uh, some, or, or have to provide some accountability to this information so that they can bring it up or push them to bring it up. Sure. No more fake news.com. The article is there. Uh, it's called Shocker. Is this how the vote will be rigged? Mm -hmm. And uh, you could send it to anybody. You could send it to people in Congress from your state. You could send it to major media outlets, mm -hmm. to reporters, to all sorts of people to try to build some momentum here so that this story gets out. Right. And it's visible right now. Uh, I've mentioned this on a couple of radio programs, and I've written an article about it. And then there is blackboxvoting.org. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, there is not a terrific amount of publicity, ex you know, exposing what's been exposed. So, yeah. A, yeah, a, a governor, go. a governor worth his salt. Let's just say that one existed. If if a state had a governor that had a backbone, um, and that governor stood up and said, "You know what? I have discovered this. I we are going to uh, recall the last election, even even if it's at his peril." We are going to, as a state, say that we will not participate in the general election of the presidency if this system isn't removed. Maybe other governors would follow, but that would provi provided that would take a governor worth his salt, and that doesn't, I don't know if that exists in, in our country right now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but mm -hmm. there might be one. You never know. You never know. You, you never try. know. Dave, how, go ahead. How deep does this web go? Well, on this show, we're always talking to people, and they say, what can we do? And we say, well, on the local level and the state level, you can vote. Mm -hmm. The federal level, who knows, you know, probably get, mm -hmm. get diverted. But are we telling the truth? What do you mean, Dave? Are we telling uh, Well, is, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Is, that the, is, is voting the way to mm -hmm. remedy the system? In my uh, opinion, once you're talking about a big enough election, where the people are far enough away from the leaders, mm -hmm. yeah. it's not the solution. It could be on a local level, depending on how big local is. Mm -hmm. But once you get to these big states with their big state governments and their governors and so on and so forth, it's very difficult to shake the tree and to, to make a real change that way. Very, very difficult. Right. What I would like to see happen in the case of this story is that it goes, uh, as they say, viral, but also pressure builds on all sorts of people in the press to expose this. 
because once it gets out there far enough, then, uh, you know, the press and the government have a real dilemma on their hands, which is they're dealing with a loss of confidence. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that they want to avoid. But, mm-hmm. Go that's ahead. why they're not covering this. But isn't that interesting that that confidence would come from them exposing this very thing so that we could possibly grasp that there are elected officials in this country that actually care about freedom and liberty in this country. So if they did it, the American people would feel like, because if you pull most Americans right now, they would say, oh, well, yeah, of course, it's sort of a, of course there's voter fraud. That's really a sad state of affairs in the, in the, in the country called America. So if, if there were states that started pointing this out and exposing it, we would actually restore faith. We'd have more confidence. Isn't right. that with John Rapp. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price, and it stores well for prepping, so I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, instead of $250, you can grab it for 44 bucks. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the, the little ad on the, on the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean. To do that, Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold and mildew than bleach or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was really the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi, 
Hi there. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Little uh, Bobby Darren for you. And uh, we're, we have such a great guest. Welcome to Dave, Investigator Dave, who's with me every Friday. Um, and a welcome, big welcome to John Rappaport joining us this hour and talking about the, the rigged election machines, how they actually work, the GEM system that's in the five main uh, voting systems that all the states use. And then, of course... There's so many issues we can talk about, but we do, we need to talk about the the Zika virus too because it's becoming another big story in the media. Dun 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 dun. Oh yeah, it is summer and fall. We do need a virus. All right, John, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. You bet. Let's let's hear a little bit about what you're working on now uh, with uh, with what's going on in the Zika and also the vaccine that they're trying to get out there in a hurry. Yeah. Well, first of all, I've been around the block on these. Uh, phony epidemics for, I don't know, 25 years now. Mm -hmm. And um, so I sort of know what the pattern is and what to look for. And in the case of the Zika virus, which was discovered in 1947 and has never been known to cause any health problems at all. No shrunken heads? (laughs) That's what they're they're letting us know. Right. Okay. In Brazil, which uh, was trumpeted as the center of the, quote, crisis, claims were suddenly made that an upsurge in a birth defect called microcephaly, which meant babies born with smaller heads and brain damage, could be laid at the door of the Zika virus. Mm -hmm. And so I began to consult with the source in Brazil and also do some research on what the Brazilian researchers weren't covering. And sure enough, in these cases of this birth defect, they were finding possible traces of the Zika virus in a very small percentage of cases. And that meant, for people who would understand, how you prove a particular germ causes a particular condition that they were wrong and they should go back to the drawing board. Because you have to be able, at a minimum, to say, we found this particular virus in all cases, or 85 or 90 percent of all cases of this condition, and therefore we are beginning to suspect that it is the cause. Mm -hmm. You have to do some other things, too, but that's where you begin. And they've never gotten past that. They're still in the starting blocks. And I've watched them squirm and slide and slip, and announcements are made by the World Health Organization and the CDC, and studies are done, and major articles are written, all to promote fear, all to sell a prospective vaccine that will be developed, et cetera, et cetera. But no convincing evidence whatsoever that there is even a high correlation between the presence of the virus and the occurrence of this birth defect has not happened anywhere. In fact, in several countries, including Colombia, they have found some thousands of cases of Zika people who have uh, tested positive for the Zika virus and zero evidence of this birth defect at all. Jeez. So, and so even, somebody is cooking the books here, making the whole story up. Even in Brazil, that you said there. that you said that researchers have given up on even trying to show a correlation anymore. <laughs> They're just embarrassed. Right. They just say there is. 
That's all they're doing now. Mm -hmm. They're not even attempting to build a case for it. And I've been through this front ways, sideways, backwards, forwards, upside down, looking at all the supposed evidence, and there isn't any. There Mm -hmm. never was. There never will be. It's a complete scientific hoax. And I know it's very difficult for some people to accept this Mm -hmm. because they instinctively want to believe medical authorities, and they just can't imagine how anything like this could happen. So if we have the time, and I think Mm -hmm. we do, Mm -hmm. I I could tell a little story here about something that happened a couple of years back with the dreaded swine flu epidemic, which I'm sure many people will remember. Mm -hmm. And that involved a star investigative reporter for CBS News, Cheryl Atkinson, Uh, And what she discovered in the fall of 2009 at the height of the so-called swine flu epidemic in America and other countries was that the Centers for Disease Control had stopped counting cases of swine flu in America, which she found very curious indeed because their main job is to report numbers of cases, and they were reporting you know, thousands of cases of swine flu in America, but yet they had stopped counting these cases, and they didn't tell anybody that they had stopped counting. Hmm. So she thought, well, this is very strange, so why is it that they've stopped counting? And she investigated further and discovered, lo and behold, that the reason was that the overwhelming majority of blood samples taken from patients who had been diagnosed with swine flu or the most likely cases of swine flu sent to laboratories for analysis, the overwhelming percentage were coming back with no trace of swine flu or any other kind of flu. Therefore, the Centers for Disease Control was lying through their teeth when they were claiming that there were thousands of cases of swine flu in America. They had absolutely no evidence for that. Mm. They had absolutely no evidence that the H1N1 virus was causing anything serious. And they were caught with their pants down by CBS News. So Atkinson and her editor went ahead to get this story on the national nightly news of CBS. And all of a sudden they ran into a brick wall. And it became apparent that even though they had published the story on their website, it was not going to go any further, and they were totally shut down. The story was never going to move any further. Mm -hmm. And no other media outlets, major media outlets, ran with the story either. It was just like a giant blanket had descended because the whole thing was shown to be a hoax. There was absolutely no evidence that there were any significant number of cases of swine flu in America at all. And yet people were being told to be very afraid and Mm -hmm. get the vaccine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And finally, about three weeks after Atkinson's story appeared at CBS News website, the CDC decided to double down and tell a much bigger lie which I documented at No More Fake News, they made an announcement that their best estimate was that in the U.S., get this, 
there were 22 million cases of what (laughs) how do they sell that lie (laughs) webmd published the story i have a citation the quote etc etc and this was their strategy this is supposed to be the most responsible uh, medical agency that you could possibly find and they were just lying through their teeth to protect the hoax that they were perpetrating. Mm-hmm. So in light of that background, when I tell you that there is absolutely no evidence that the Zika virus causes this birth defect, it gives a little more understanding to what I'm talking about here. Yep. And same with Ebola. Ebola came and went, right? It's always about a 12-week uh Uh, incubation for these in the media. They'll tell us millions and millions and millions of you are going to die. They threaten it in every news story 24-7 for about 8 to 12 weeks. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it doesn't happen. They never retract any of that, and it basically disappears because now we've got a plane crash or something else. And you know what I find interesting, too, is that this should tell people how deep pharma is in with the government. Because if pharma was doing this and they were they were uh, upping the stakes on this to get a vaccine out to make money for profit— People would start to recognize that they were doing that for profit. But what makes it substantiated in most Americans' minds is that the government will pass bills for millions and billions of dollars to support what pharma is saying. They're in cahoots, and it should be so obvious to everybody because we wouldn't take it. This We start to see through it if the government didn't pass bills for all of this money towards it. You're right. You're absolutely right. And this is also the reason why these people will never be prosecuted, because the government is in bed with them to begin with. So Mm -hmm. to even attempt to move in that direction would be a further admission that that the whole thing is a hoax that's being perpetrated on people. What what does cause then that uh, shrunken head, that cephalon? Microcephalon. Yeah, there, there are several different established causes. One, for example, is toxic chemicals, which would be certain toxic pesticides. Mm-hmm. And Brazil just happens to be the number one user of pesticides in the world. That's an interesting fact. That that's is. been, uh, you know, put forward in major media. Mm-hmm. So that would be one example of what could cause that. And then you have, for example, a vaccine called Tdap, Mm-hmm. tetanus, diphtheria, et cetera, et cetera, pertussis, that was suddenly recommended for pregnant women in Brazil in 2014. Hmm. And this vaccine contains aluminum, which can pass through the blood-brain barrier and can cause all kinds of neurological problems. So if you have pregnant women suddenly taking this vaccine, that would be an obvious place that you would look to see, well, wait a minute now, is this causing an upsurge in birth defects when pregnant women get this particular vaccine? But Mm -hmm. no. Instead, we have this incredible diversionary attempt to swing away from uh, the uh, actual causes Mm -hmm. and blame it all on a virus that's never been proved to cause anything. 
We're, we're talking with John Rappaport, nomorefakenews.com. You must visit there. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. When I see a virus that has been around since 1947, and all of a sudden, can you imagine, all of a sudden, it turns into a virus where these are, these, are, these are the components of how you can get it. Now it's sexually transmitted. Now it is by a mosquito. Now it is if you breathe somebody. Now if you have a cousin named Bob, you're going to get it. Now if you have a dog, you're going you're gonna to get it. They have all of these angles, on, and all of a sudden, this disease suddenly becomes transportable in every way that you could possibly imagine, and people don't see through that. And I'll tell you another thing, which I find to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Just think about this. The virus was discovered in 1947. That doesn't tell you how long it's been on the planet. Could have been here 100,000 years. Mm, good point. Who knows, right? Yeah, good point. But however long it's been here... It's already had ample time to circulate around the planet mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of times everywhere because You're viruses right. travel, they're transmitted, et cetera, et cetera. And they have, this particular virus has never caused any harm whatsoever. But now, you, if you are the CDC or the World Health Organization, you can promote this lie that the virus is spreading. It's going <laughs> it's here. True. We found it there. Yeah. And, oh, six cases were tested positive here and so forth. No. It's already everywhere. It's mm-hmm. been everywhere forever. And now they are retelling that story in a completely false way to give the impression that it's spreading and it's dangerous. That's what they do. And in Florida, they're going door to door and asking for urine samples. And people are actually ponying that up, which... <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't imagine going, yes, I'll, I'll do that for you. I'll be right back. Let me go right ahead back. and get you Hold everything. On. Yeah. Can you, Could you come back in an hour? I'll get <laughs> some water and I'll be ready for you. Yeah. Can you imagine that people are actually well, doing this? It's, it's the intrusion on our rights. You're right. You're right. That, and, and people were saying, well, this was a, an exercise in martial law. I actually don't think so. They just do it because they can. I don't think it's an exercise at all. It's just... They can do it. They think they can do it. They will do it, and they'll just keep on doing it and expanding things like this. It's not an exercise. It just is. No, it's not an exercise. This is actually happening. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. And, you know, I hope people realize, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't going to the Olympics because of the Zika virus, and, and we've that, that could be a whole nother hour with you, John. You realize that, uh, the, the Olympics oh, yeah. and everything, yeah, that's going on. But uh, but I think people just need to be aware the, uh, of the fact that this has been around so long that this hasn't caused it. It hasn't been transmittable in all of these ways all of a sudden. And how convenient that was. You mean that vaccine won't help us? <laughs> develop? I don't want to know what's in that vaccine. That's all I have to say. Yeah, really. Right. I know what's in it. Money. <laughs> money. Money's Lots in it. Money. Um, so go to no more news. Uh, no, no more, more fake, fake news. news. No more fake news. Forwards uh, dot uh, com. And you can also Google John Rappaport. That will come up as well. I so appreciate you coming on the program. John, what a treat. Thank you. Great talking with you. Thank you, you well. both. You appreciate well. it. Thank, Thank you, Don. All right. And we, uh, well, you've been listening. Isn't he great? Gosh. Oh, I just love him. All right. Uh, you've been listening to The Kate Daly Show. DallyRadio.com. Clean start.